This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by WeeklyRegular.com. That is your home for all things Asan and Brandon. Yep. We got sketches. We got podcasts. We got uh, pictures of us. And there's some text, too. There's links to all of our social media stuff. Oh, it's there's, so There's tight. a way to get in contact with us in case you want to book us. Or there's com- a there's or a legit contact form. Legit contact form. Uh, all of that and more, maybe, at <laughs> weeklyregular.com. Dot com. Uh, let's get into the episode. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is... Is Brandon? My my name is Hassan. I guess. <laughs> I didn't know you. I didn't know if you were actually starting. That was it, man. All right. I've been listening to a lot of uh, true crime podcasts lately. So. Oh yeah, that's weird. No one does that. <laughs> uh, hi, Brandon. How you doing? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? Um, I'm swell. How how's your week? Um, it's good. What'd you do? Um, oh, I'm uh excited to to tell you about this. Um, I did a. A wedding gig mm-hmm. in Malibu, mm-hmm. um, not in, Maui, and not Maui, Maui boo. <laughs> um, and where are you going to vacation? I'm going to Maui boo. <laughs> um, it's at this place uh, in the mountains of Maui boo. Uh huh. Um, that has all kinds of exotic animals. Uh, okay. So what I kind got, of exotic animals? Uh, on the way in, there's a buffalo. There's a some buffalo. horses. There's a zebra. A ze- um, or a zebra, a zebra, as they say in, in United, the United Brits. Kingdom. Um, and there's a giraffe, and I got to feed a giraffe some lettuce right before we played. No, I would never do that. <laughs> it was weird. They have a, a a weird, like, dark gray tongue. Yeah. It, it was, and it's very long. Oh, like very mine. off-putting. Um, yeah. Like I mean, that you should brush your tongue. Um, do you do really? that normally? I've when never you... heard of that. I've heard of brush your teeth. Yeah, the tongue is important to brush too. They actually make a tongue scraper. I've never heard of that. You might want something a little more heavy duty, considering how much like stuff. Should I use like a garden hoe caked on there? Yeah, that like would probably, a rake. Yeah, mm-hmm. to break off the top layer. That'd probably one of be. those back scratchers that looks like a hand with sharp <laughs> nails. Should I use that? Um, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. And see how it goes from there. Okay. Uh, all right. I would never feed lettuce or any kind of food to an animal of that size. Um, he's a very friendly giraffe. His name is Stanley. Well, that's that's fine. Uh, hilarious name, by the way. Because um, giraffes look like Stanleys because they're tall and like Stanley. Most giraffes yeah. are actually named Stanley. Yeah, it's a common name. It's like Muhammad for them. It's actually the the most popular, most common name in the animal kingdom. So you'd think it's John, but it's Stanley. Um, no, I would never feed. I don't care how nice it is. Like. I don't. I wouldn't feed uh, a food to an animal that large because an animal with a mouth that big can like it could take off your finger on accident. Oh, you know? it could take off my hand by accident. Yeah. Totally. So I definitely am not handing it food. Well, I, I trust Stanley. He was in the Hangover movies. So. Oh, was it that same one? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. This guy popped up out of nowhere. Um, I it was just me. Mm-hmm. Like, and you in the draft, unescorted. The giraffe, just, yeah. Well, there's the fence. They're like, "Hey, us. man, keys under the mat." <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, have them home by midnight. Huh? Oh, keep keep talking. I'm gonna turn this fan on. Keep talking. Keep telling the story. Oh yeah, you. what happened to the fan? I don't know. It, it crapped out. Hold it's on. It's about to get roasty, toasty up in here. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, so I'm there uh, along this fence feeding this 18-foot giraffe. And this guy pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they used to have a sign that said Giraffic Park. For real? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> um, and then this guy popped up out of nowhere and was like, they're majestic creatures, aren't they? And I was like, what? Was it Sam Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're... Ma- <laughs> They're majestic creatures, aren't they? <laughs> Baby Snow Owl. <laughs> yeah. you, if you like this uh, giraffe, you should look into getting a Dodge Ram. <laughs> I was like, what? And he was like, you want to feed him? There's some lettuce here. And there was lettuce on the ground I, that I hadn't previously seen. It was crazy. <laughs> was he like, did anyone else see this guy? <laughs> well, no. Did you have it a was, stroke? I was by myself. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think he was real. Did he look like your father? He looked strikingly like my father. Yeah, yeah, Brandon, I think maybe you had like a psychotic episode. Have you been taking your meds? Um, I think. Oh, uh, you know what? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, you should probably take your meds <laughs> okay. then. Um, yeah. Okay. So after that, after the the whole uh, uh, giraffe Stan, Stanley fiasco, Stanley uh, Gate, the, the <laughs> Stanley Gate. Where I may or may not have had a beautiful mind situation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I was uh, played in the band, and then I was supposed to DJ for a half an hour after. Okay. And so the band finishes, and I'm like, I know. Here we go. And so I started with Old Town Road, and I got booed. <laughs> Who was the crowd? Uh, it was predominantly Asian. Okay, what age group? Uh, like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, I, I, I would have told you they, they weren't. But I was like number it. one song in the country for like thirteen weeks. But one like, it was in Malibu, so they like Maui boo. It's sorry, it's in Maui boo. Uh, it was in Malibu, so like those those people like they wanted to feel fancy. They don't want to feel like they don't want to hear music. Oh, I should have played Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Or yeah, or Fancy by Drake or okay. any of those songs because they don't want to feel like they don't want to listen to ironic music. You know. <laughs> They want to listen to music that makes them feel rich, more rich than they already are, you know? Mm. And Old Town Road, like, what, the novelty of it is kind of worn off, and it, it, because of that, it kind of skews younger now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, that, yeah, that was very eye-opening for me. I was like, well, I guess. Was uh, the giraffe like, did the giraffe like facepalm? He's like, oh, Brandon. <laughs> he hung his oh, huge, Brandon. tall head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um did you go up to him like hey man why the long neck <laughs> all right um yeah that's the main thing from my week mm-hmm. um i have one other thing that we'll circle back to okay uh, but how was your week uh my week was good uh what did i do this week um um, um, oh, I started transcendental meditation. Oh, fantastic. Uh, that's, my, that that's my mantra. It's good. Um, so two cool things happened this week. One, I uh, did a guest, a guest spot on a podcast. Mm, was it called The Weekly Regular? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, I, I wouldn't share that because I don't enjoy doing that. Okay, that um, makes sense. Uh, I was the guest on a podcast called The Recap Game Show Podcast. Mm. Uh, buddy of mine, Ezra Parter, and his two co-hosts, uh, they they do a, uh, they bring a guest on. You're not going to name the co-hosts? Uh, you forget their names? Sam and 
I want to say Jesse. I, I I knew Sam and Ezra, and I met the third co-host like at the podcast. Gotcha, gotcha. And so I don't remember his name offhand. Um, let me see. Um, so the episode I think airs. When is this airing? This is airing on Monday. The of this coming Monday. Yes, the first July first. So uh, as you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday. My uh, the episode that I was able to participate on for the recap game show will be available everywhere: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, it's a cool thing. Uh, they wanted me to stress it, no matter how much it sounds like it. It's not twenty questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we talked about um, Kanye West. So oh. that'll be a very interesting episode. Uh, I don't have very very many opinions about Kanye West. Yeah, you're not very so familiar it was with him, right? For me to be on there uh, talking about Kanye West, but uh, yeah, no, I'm kidding. I had tons to say about Kanye West, and it was really good. It's like really- I schooled these noobs. <laughs> New, I pwned them. No, uh, no, it was great. Um, it's a really funny episode. I think people are gonna like it. So if you like what we do here, but want to hear three people do it in a more organized fashion, then uh, <laughs> switch on over and to, exclusively about Kanye. Yeah, then switch over to the recap game show. Um, so I did that. That was really fun. Uh, so that Sweet. episode dropped Wednesday. Um, what else? Oh, and then yesterday I got a really cool opportunity. Um, a friend of mine is a like a um, like a um, like a uh, department director for like a youth ministry. Okay. At like a church uh, out in like Carson, like the South Bay of Southern California. And I got she they're doing like some kind of um, workshop series where they have like all the kids in their like youth department, like learning different aspects of music and stuff like that. And she had me come in for for God knows why she had me come in to talk to the kids <laughs> about being a DJ and being an entrepreneur and that kind of stuff. So I got an opportunity to like DJ in front of some kids, like ask any questions they had about DJing, which <laughs> turns out there's a lot of which questions. turns out there's a lot of questions that kids who are 12 and 13 have about being a dj that i wouldn't have there's a lot of questions about hey how much money do you make which was interesting uh and what did you say uh i said it's important when you're starting out to um establish what you're going to charge based on what the budget is the person you're talking or negotiating with is working with oh i thought you were going to say like it's not about the money man it's about the passion no it's definitely about the money <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, and it was good. It was a good. Uh, I'd never um, done a thing like that talking about DJing before. Like I've done it talking about other things, but um, did you play Old Town West, Road? But huh? Oh, okay. Did I you definitely played Old Town Road? Okay, and they they, they loved went it. nuts for mm-hmm. it. No, it's weird. It was so the crowd is mostly Asian, and they were uh, in their twenties and thirties. And there's a giraffe. <laughs> they said that <laughs> there was giraffe there. They said that they had, were fresh off uh, like a friend's wedding, where uh, the DJ was just really terrible and playing all kinds mm-hmm. of just awful music choices. Yeah. And I was like, "Where?" They're like, "Maui, boo." Um, but yeah, so that was a really good opportunity. Shout out to Nena uh, and Carson. She's a good, for, good dear friend of mine for the opportunity. It was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, so that's what I did this week. Nice. Um, nice. Okay, so I have a, a story to tell you. Oh, also, I saw Toy Story 4, but I don't know if we want to save that or go, or should I just go into it? Let's. Uh, do you have a lot to say about it? Not a ton. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, so don't get too spoilery. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about it now, we can. There's nothing to spoil. Okay. Um, it's. <laughs> if you, I was right. If you've seen the yeah, <laughs> if you've seen the trailer, that you've seen the whole movie essentially. Um, it's, it's, it the whole uh, time like the whole time you're kind of like why why did they make this? Hmm. Like Toy Story three was such a good period on the end of the sentence of the Toy Story franchise. Right. 
this one feels like it doesn't feel egregious like oh they're really just trying to make some money but it just feels like okay that was fine but what was what was the point though hmm. you know it'd be like kind of like if um it'd be like if you were really nervous about a job interview and you went in for the interview and you gave it all in the interview and and you know whatever and you felt like you did a really good job and the the boss was like all right um yeah i think we're gonna go ahead and move forward so uh you know what to do next uh submit your uh your resume and fill out the uh sexual harassment forms and uh you're gonna go through the online training and then uh, and then we'll meet back here uh, in two days and we'll just kind of uh round third on this decision you're like no we just we just did that though right right. so why do i have to it was like that Mm. so like and and it was funny because like I saw my girlfriend and she, we kept what she kept saying to me the whole movie was like this is really frustrating <clears throat> like this is really like I'm really anxious and uh, frustrated and I think what she was getting at and now that I've had more time removed from it and can think about it the script is like you can tell they had a 10 minute idea like about oh what if Woody is struggling with feeling useful vicariously through this spork character who doesn't desire to be a toy and just wants to be trash right okay and okay cool i think and and so the whole and and woody is is clinging on to his use his sense of usefulness for dear life uh by attempting to rescue this lost spork character right okay there's about a 10 minute pixar short right there right (laughs) self-made toy story shorts (laughs) right so in order to make that story into an hour and a half, they like kept throwing obstacles in in Woody's way that just felt made it just rendered everyone helpless because it was all these things that like he couldn't have prepared for that he couldn't possibly prepare for that so it's just like oh, here we go with another obstacle out of his control so we're like watching the main character be helpless the entire movie mm. it's just like I don't know man. And it just didn't have the magic of any of the first three. It was just kind of like oh, the actors didn't sound as as into it. There wasn't enough. There wasn't a whole b- lot for like the other toys to do. And the other toys are like my favorite characters. Right. <laughs> like I love Rex because he's yeah. like he's anxious and nervous and yeah. shouting all the time. I think he's great. But like yeah, there was nothing for, really for them to do except like be like, oh man, I hope I hope Woody makes it back to the RV with the other toy. Man, we'll be real sad if he doesn't. Uh, all right, let's cut back to them for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. But anyway, so Toy Story 4, I give it a, I give it a C minus. C minus. Yes. Where do you rank, just for context, where do you rank the other three Toy Story movies? Toy Story 1 is an A. Toy Story 2, I don't really remember. Toy Story 2, I think, is arguably better than Toy Story 1. I doubt it. It's quite good. I doubt it. it uh, it's not as memorable, obviously. <laughs> I can... I I can't... I feel like I... I don't know. It sounded like I had auto-tune in my voice right now. I... Yeah, I'm, I'm mixing it in occasionally. Gotcha. I'm just trying to keep uh, <laughs> listeners engaged. Yeah. Uh, you're going to put this on SoundCloud later? Yeah. Um, Just ignore the trap hats, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, I, I don't really remember anything about... Toy Story 2 so I gotta give it a B then because I'm sure it was good but I don't remember it so it can't have an A you know and then Toy Story 3 for me I wasn't a huge fan of Toy Story 3 the way everyone else was so right. I give that like a B minus and this is a C minus for Toy Story this 4 this is a C minus gotcha. uh, yeah, I, I rarely will give a movie a D or an F unless there's something egregious about it like they're just they, they think they're better than me now or something you know okay and then just so that we know the full scale what is an A plus movie in your book 
oh man there's very few of those i think an a plus movie let's call it a perfect movie an yeah. a an a plus movie is just a movie not it's not even a measure of quality it's just like does this movie deliver on what it promises at at its best ability yeah. you know yeah and i think most will ferrell movies with the exception of like honestly people are going to hate me for this with the exception of like Step Brothers and blades of glory um the re- i think will ferrell movies for the most part are an a plus because they deliver exact seth rogan movies to me are another one like they kind of deliver exactly on what they're going to give you and they do it they usually are surprisingly good uh i think that's i think that's kind of an, ele- an element of it like it you're like, I oh, got it, Seth Rogen like, movie. Like an A plus movie, like an A plus, like for A plus paper. Like you checked all the boxes of what, so you got 100%. But then it's like, oh, it was surprising to the degree of which you pulled that off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where would you rank the movie Easy A? <laughs> you know, I've actually never seen that movie. Really? Yeah. I'm not a huge Emma Stone fan. Um, well, that's a, actually a very funny movie. Um, that's one of my wife's favorites. Mm-hmm. So, so it's do you one think that, that I see regularly. Co- do you think that colors your perception of it? What? That uh, easy yeah, that it's one of her, your wife's favorite movies. Because uh, you can't really hate a movie your wife loves. No, I do. <laughs> Let me tell you about the like six-hour BBC version of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, dude, you're not you're not into the uh, what is their family name? The uh, Bennets, Elizabeth Bennett. No, like I thought they had like a no. That's her name, Elizabeth oh, really? Bennett. What am I thinking of? Yeah, Mr. Darcy's yeah. love interest. Yeah. Right, right, the Darcy's. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Um, Does she like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Definitely not. (laughs) Or uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? That's actually a surprisingly good movie. It's not an A-plus movie. Oh, it was a movie. I know they made a book out of it. What's his name? Dominic West. He's Uh, in it. He's like the guy who's like, who looks like he could be Robert Downey Jr.'s stunt double. You should Google him. You'll laugh. Dominic West. Uh, Brandon is pulling up his iPhone. Dominic. And he's Googling Dominic West. Dominic West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. stunt double in Iron Man 2, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. That's funny. Yeah, so, um, there, so yeah, Will Ferrell movies to me, for the most part, are A-plus movies. Uh, some serious movies that aren't comedies. Um, I think Titanic is an A-plus movie. Okay. You haven't seen it. Uh, the I Dark know. Knight's an A-plus movie. The Dark Knight. <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was an A-plus movie for hey, me. Yeah, yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they're out there. Yeah. We'll see, like, so The Dark Knight was an A-plus movie to me, uh, whereas Batman Beyond is... You mean Begins? Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Batman Begins is, like, an A, not an A-plus. Yeah. And Batman... What was the, the Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises was like a that's like a B, like a yeah. B plus maybe. Yeah. Just because Tom Hardy's performance keeps that movie from being a C, honestly. Yeah, yeah. If the villain was Penguin, it'd be like <laughs> it'd be a C minus, you know. But because Tom Hardy, totally. or if anyone else was cast as Bane, it'd probably not be yeah, good. Yeah. But Bane, like, he makes that movie watchable, yeah. and he brings because that movie is literally it's Batman, but his his knees going on him, and he walks with a cane, and he doesn't want to be Batman, and he spends half the movie with his back broken, not being Batman, and it's like if if Tom Hardy weren't there like busting his ass to like bring the charm, you like wouldn't even want to watch that movie. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure I hope he got paid a lot of money for that movie because <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, what's right. an A plus movie to you? Uh, 
Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> you mentioned that every single <laughs> and episode. I've never seen it. <laughs> Neither have I. I, I don't know like, anything about it. I just know it's like, like some sort of serious, <laughs> famous movie. One of those. Well, it's one of those movies. It's kind of like less ironic Citizen Kane, where like yeah. people who say Citizen Kane usually are being ironic when because right. that's what everyone says. Right. But like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is like. The, your favorite movie if you like go watch movies at the Vista Theater you know <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never seen it uh, I sh- we should probably watch it together no we we can't now in order to keep the joke going <laughs> that's true <laughs> actually speaking of movies you can't watch to keep the, the joke going have you seen Cloud Atlas yeah okay I've never seen that it that is not that's nowhere near an A plus <laughs> okay. movie but it's like a three hour and 15 minute movie yeah I saw it in theaters <laughs> so that's a, a constant running joke with my wife and I of but it's a game now where like we try to trick the other person like hey uh, you want to watch a movie tonight yeah sure uh, what, do you, what do you have in mind Oh, there's this movie. It's got Tom Hanks in it. Tom, yeah, and you, the the longer you can like build it up and build up anticipation for the other person, the better. And then go. It's called Cloud Atlas. Oh, you got me! Damn it! Uh, it's actually um, it's not a date night movie. Like I wouldn't sit down with a, a mate and be like, "Oh, let's watch a Cloud." Mate. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't sit down and be like, "Let's watch Cloud Atlas." Like it's a movie that like if you're uh, if you you just we don't have day jobs, so if you're at home and you're just like, you know what, I finished you know what I being doing the productive stuff I was gonna do today, or like I finished cleaning up the kitchen early, I got a couple hours to kill. I'll th- I'll make me something to eat and throw on Cloud Atlas. It's one of Pop those. Pop some Easy Mac in the microwave. <laughs> Easy Mac. <laughs> I'm more of a craft kind of guy. Craft um, um, makes Easy Mac. Oh, do they really? I don't know if I'm it's... more of a stovetop guy. <laughs> Actually, I'm to be if I'm being completely honest, I'm more of a Velveeta shells and cheese guy. Ooh, now we're talking. That's, Velveeta is like liquid gold, man. It's it, fire. It is. It's crazy, man. Um, and you don't have to like do any other ingredients. You mm-hmm. cook the shells. I you personally cut open the thing. add more ingredients, but yes. What do you add? Uh, a little bit of butter. Butter in addition to the liquid Velveeta <laughs> cheese. Yes. Okay. And and a little bit of cream, heavy whipping cream. What? That makes it creamy. In dude. addition to butter yes. and a packet and, of liquid Velveeta y- cheese. Your head's gonna explode when I say the last ingredient. Don't. don't. I add like the the slightest amount. Of sugar, and what? it's fire, fire flames. Are you talking? About, I will make. Are it, you talking about what comes out of your butt afterwards? Because that's so no, much dairy. No, it's actually worse. It's like cement that comes out of my butt. <laughs> it's like I'm giving birth, and the baby is made of Velveeta. Um, no, I'm gonna make it for you one day, and you're gonna eat it. And you're gonna be like, oh my god. Velveeta and butter and heavy whipping cream and sugar. Dude, I'm telling you. So I have this. I'm not going to give the idea away yet. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but I'm going to make it for you one day, and you're gonna you're gonna lose it. Oh man. Uh, Velveeta mac and cheese with those ingredients in it is an A plus dish. Ooh. Now we're talking about A plus dishes. Yeah. For sure. Um. Okay. Wow. But yeah, Toy Story four, C minus. Okay. Um, so I have another thing to uh, tell you, not directly from my week, but uh, from recently. Uh-huh. Um, so when I did the the doo-wop gig uh, mm-hmm. a month or whatever ago. Um, when you played for Lauren Hill? 
yes, when I played for Lauren Hill, um, just on the song uh, "Duop" parentheses. She did that "Good Morning thing. America." Yes, <laughs> he did the acoustic version of "Duop" on stools. <laughs> Uh, when I played with Lauren Hill, that sound, that makes me sound so much cooler yeah. than what the gig actually was. <laughs> well, we're going to roll with it. So I was playing with Lauren Hill, right? Uh-huh. And uh, the guitar player uh-huh. um, is a guy who I don't... Do, do I know him? No. Uh, what's his name? Uh, his name's Steven. Steven. You don't want to say his last name? Well, I can. His, his name's Steven Musselman. <laughs> No, it's not. It is, but it's spelled M U S S E L. So like the like the like the mollusk. Yes, he's so uh, mollusk man. He's actually um, is he allergic to shellfish? No, he's actually uh, gonna. He's just signed on to be uh, one of the new characters in the upcoming the fourth installment of the um, Marvel universe. Are you doing a bit right now? <laughs> Obviously, that's what, oh, I that's don't what know. this podcast is. Man. I don't know. I thought maybe you were telling a riveting story about some guitar player you know who got a big deal to be in a Marvel As Muscle Man, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway. no, muscle Milk is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tiger's Milk Bars is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Tony the Tiger from uh, Ooh, Frosted Flakes. I think you're thinking of Tony Stark, who's actually also in the Avengers. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Dominic West is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Ed, 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 that's good. Ed, Ed, Eddie. <laughs> we should just say Ed, 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 and Eddie instead of Ed, 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 Eddie instead of Ed, 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 Yeah, Ed, Ed, Eddie, dude. Pretty soon we're just gonna say Edward to each other, and no one's gonna know what we're talking about. Edward, dude. All right. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I played with him years ago, and I haven't seen him since. Steve Musselman. Yes. The muscle man himself. <laughs> and I haven't seen him in a few years. And so... He's uh, got to be ripped, right? He, he he's muscular? in good shape. I uh-huh. wouldn't call him a muscle man. <laughs> you would call him Steve Muscleman. Steve, Steve Muscleman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh-huh. um, so we're talking and we're like, hey, man, good to see you. I haven't seen you in like four years or five years or whatever. And... Oh wait! Can I, I don't want to. Never mind. I don't want to step on your bit. What I was gonna say? Uh, does this lead to someone saying like, "Oh, you remember me, man? You've got good muscle memory." <laughs> oh no! I'm not setting up a bit. This is what actually. Oh, it's happened. a real story. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that his name is Muscleman. <laughs> it should. <laughs> no, he was like, he was like, "Hey, are you still doing that thing?" I was like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" So something you have to. You so he's definitely talking about the Lauren Hill game. <laughs> are you still doing that thing? That thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Finish the phrase, dude. Uh, yes. Uh, no, that's not. <laughs> so something you need to know about me is that um, I go through phases of things where I get obsessed with something. I do all the research about it. I. Like, go, ma- like marriage. It, like marriage. And I go, we're doing this. I'm over it now. But <laughs> Well, this is what happens. I'm like, okay, I do all the research on a thing, and I go, cool, I'm going to do that. And then I do it for like uh, a little while, mm-hmm. and then it drops off. And either I quit it completely, or it gets toned way down. And I've done this with a ton of different things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And I forget about these things. So he's like, are you still doing that thing? And I was like, what thing? And he's like, you, I remember you had to like run like in between sets. You had to like take a nap in your car. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it was like some weird sleep thing. So then I remembered. Oh, man. Okay. Have you ever heard of polyphasic sleep? 
No, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited to tell you about what Do polyphasic you, you sleep is. You are a nerd. <laughs> you are a nerd. Okay. No one knows what that is. So there's one person um, who is probably related to me listening right now. It's like, I know what that is. Keaton? Yeah, Keaton. Exactly. Because he actually, I think he did it. Yeah, he did it as well. Uh, okay. So anyway, oh polyphasic sleep. Uh, let me tell you what monophasic sleep is. Monophasic sleep is what we what normal people do, which is you have so sleep. <laughs> you, yes, you have one phase of sleep where you are awake for the day. You lay down. You, you sleep one time during the day. Yes, and then you get back up. Yeah, on the next day. Polyphasic sleep is you have multiple periods throughout the day where you sleep. You mean napping? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So there's multiple ways of doing it. Have you heard of uh, <laughs> Have you heard of uh, expedient nutrition? No, what is that? It's when uh, instead of like going to your house to prepare a meal, uh, you go through like this. Uh, <laughs> you go through a building that has like a a, 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 a dr- like a, a space for your vehicle, okay. and you you order food to be prepared through like a, a two way communication system. And then by the time you reach the end of the distribution tunnel, the uh, you receive nutrition dire- expediently, expediently, much quicker than you would have if you cooked it at home. Interesting. Yeah, there's probably a there's probably a simpler, easier thing that everyone understands that you could call it that, but it, it sounds way cooler to call it expedient nutrition. <laughs> okay, let me let me unpack polyphasic sleep. Oh man, because it's more than just napping. Okay, is it? Brandon? It is. Is it? It is. So you have one uh, main sleep that you do, uh-huh. which is like four hours. So I would sleep yeah. from like midnight to four a.m. and then from there on out, every like four to five hours, you can do it either with three naps or four naps. <laughs> and every like three or uh, four or five hours. You take just a 20-minute nap. It's 20 minutes. That sounds like a nightmare. Were you just cranky always? Okay, so there is an adjustment period. Yeah, and it's three years long. <laughs> Until you've battered your brain and your synapses into submission. There is an adjustment period, which is uh, uh, supposed to be like two weeks. You know there's an adjustment period to starving yourself as well, right? <laughs> you know, after like two weeks... You kind of get over it it's it's fine you don't really feel hungry anymore you don't really feel anything actually <laughs> you just kind of shut down um so oh, man. uh yeah i was doing this and can i, I ask why because i i i don't really have a good reason <laughs> other than it sounded interesting the the uh, benefit I of it i have a bit that i'm developing right now like a stand-up uh, thing i'm developing a bit about like the the power of white boredom <laughs> and like so scientists believe that like gravity is like the next like studying gravity at a quantum level is like the next phase in our understanding of the universe and gravity may potentially be like the most versatile and powerful and influential force uh in the in the known universe i think that force is white boredom <laughs> because white boredom is the same thing as like and as uh, as an atomic bomb like it could be the technology behind an atomic bomb could be like could power every city in the world for the next however many infinity billion years but could also destroy us in an instant and mm-hmm. that is white boredom at, at its core 
<laughs> white boredom is that thin line that walks between like a man on the moon and total annihilation. <laughs> well, actually, uh, this plays into your bit even further mm-hmm. um, because the benefit of it is that you're sleeping for you're, you actually do feel fine energy-wise once you adjust. And I barely made it past the adjustment period. And then it just wasn't sustainable to have a social life and to, like, play gigs. sleeping all the yes. time? Uh, to, yeah, to, like, at a gig, you have the break and you're like, okay, I gotta go take a 20-minute nap in my car. Um, but you're only sleeping for, like, a total of, like, five hours um, for the whole night. But you feel rested and you're fine. Uh, but you're only getting... So what are the benefits? You, you have a ton of time. So white boredom. <laughs> so you get more what? white boredom. Yeah, what you what you created was a a white boredom power plant. <laughs> yes. How do we maximize our white boredom <laughs> so we can innovate in ways that disregard the the value of people that don't look like us? <laughs> I also became very racist during this time. <laughs> I blame it on the sleep. Yeah. Or lack thereof. Um uh yeah so anyway i did that for like a a three-week stretch Mm -hmm. like five years ago which was when i met and played with this guy didn't play with him so he knows you as a vampire like a vampiric weirdo (laughs) yes and so i haven't seen him in five years and he's like are you still doing that that weird sleep thing and i was like what i've moved way past that man you're like i've been i've gone through veganism and come out the other side of it in that time (laughs) exactly exactly so anyway, <clears throat> you're like I'm a Buddhist now. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> oh, yep. Um, so anyway, I go through phases of things, like the moon, dude. Uh, poly phases of things. It's just the phase I'm going through. Remember that song? What is it that? was a theme song for that uh, TV show on like the WB that was about like a guy. It it was not Teen Wolf. It sounds like I'm describing Teen Wolf. It's not Teen Wolf. It's a show about a guy in high school who's a werewolf. Oh, Teen Wolf? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So what's next? <laughs> um, let's talk about some news. Edward. Twilight, dude. Jacob. Jacob. That's That's A to C. Oh, man. That's A to F. Um, uh, I only have a couple news things to talk about. Okay, let's go through them. Um, some of, some of, uh, you, you do one and then I'll do one. The uh, Olympic Games coming up in Paris in 2024. Oh, that's where they are in 2024? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Um, they have just provisionally approved... Um, video games, right? A few new sports. I don't know about video games. I, I oh, don't. Break dancing is one of them, though, right? Break dancing yeah. is one of them. <laughs> skateboarding, uh, skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. Have, skateboarding should have long been in the Olympics. Well, uh, have you, you ever seen the X Games? It's nuts. So this is my question. I I grew up loving the X Games. Yeah. Uh, is do you think that's gonna if the Olympics fully now adopt skateboarding mm-hmm. and uh, the other similar sports? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that would affect the X Games at all? Yeah, but I don't think it'll affect it in a bad way necessarily. I think it'll affect it the way uh, it does for gymnastics at the, uh, you know, there's professional gymnastics. And essentially, the the professional circuit of gymnastics is to, like, qualify for the Olympics, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, that's what the X Games is going to become. It's like whoever are the best people at the X Games will typically be the people who 
go on to the Olympics for their respective com- uh, countries. Kind of like with uh, with uh, soccer's like that. Like even if I play for this team uh, in like the you know in the uh, what do you call it? Even if I play for a certain team in like the World Cup or whatever, I play for my home country and the olympics mm-hmm. or i mean with any sport so i think it could be i think because the x games are not necessarily about i don't think they're they're not necessarily about like nationality they're just like the best people in the category compete right. whereas the olympics would be about so let's I'm, see team brazil take on team united states which would be crazy because some of the craziest skateboarders come out of brazil right now so yeah um i am excited to see some um regionally <laughs> divided skateboarding do you think uh yeah do you think uh do you think now because of skateboarding being in the olympics that uh uh the olympics is going to hire sal masakela to uh to be an on-site correspondent who is sal masakela he's that black guy with dreads who is always like an x games correspondent look it up i'd have to see it'll, it'll jog your memory okay i mean okay, you don't have to do okay. it right now but no, you, mean, you can't wait i already sal got the phone out masakela sal masakela okay there he is Massa. He doesn't, no. have, he doesn't have dreads anymore, but just do X Games first. X Games, Sal. Oh, Mas- totally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. I told you I have an encyclopedic memory you for C list celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all of the MTV VJs. Mm. Uh, like Kurt Loder. Remember Kurt Loder, the <laughs> MTV news guy? Dude. Gideon Yego. <laughs> Dave Holmes, remember Dave Holmes? No, Dave Holmes. I got is Carson like, Daly, and that's it. Yeah, Carson Daly. He wasn't a, a VJ though. He was the host of TRL. Yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm into all of that. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of all that. It's stuff. like you never. It's like you never. I don't cleared know who's off. president. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like you never cleared off the desktop on your computer. You just have a million files on there. And yeah. You never deleted anything. Yeah, that's what my brain is like. Yeah, so that's why sometimes like. It takes me a while to pull things up, not because I, I can't remember, but it's because I'm ha- I, I have to shuffle through the knowledge of everything else. I have to shuffle through the Sal Masakalas of my mind, <laughs> the annals of You're my like, mind. Not now, Sal. <laughs> he's like he's spam in my mind. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so that was one for me. Okay. Uh, uh, break dancing. Oh, do you think? I mean, obviously, we're sending the Jabberwockies. For the, for the bra- US are they team. break dancers though? Do the, they break dance? Like, are they b boys? Like, are they traditional? I think they just dance real good. I don't know oh, if they, yeah, they, like, right. they break dance. That's like a whole thing of its own. Do you think they're gonna have <laughs> <laughs> some? <laughs> do you think they're gonna have some kind of like? Because um, you know everything's like branded and it's like Nike or like mm-hmm. whatever the the and it's got the Olympic rings on it. You think they're going to have Adidas is another company. Yeah. <laughs> so that, no, I'm saying that. So we don't, so we're not promoting Nike. Oh, oh. Let's, um, let's I thought you were just uh, naming companies. Oh no. Um, well, yes, Reebok is another one. Fee, Fila is another uh, company. Uh, Puma. British is Knights one. is another one. <laughs> um, do you think they're going to have like, um, for the breakdancing, it's like a really nice cardboard that's got the Olympic logo on it, and it's like it got a Nike swoosh, but it's just actually a piece of cardboard. Yeah, and they're wearing like uh, they're wearing like hoodies and stuff like that, but they're branded like soccer teams. So like someone has a hoodie on this is Fly Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's like a Sprite boombox. Right. It's like green, like patent leather or something. Oh. Uh, yeah, it'll probably be something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that though. So. Hopefully, it'll probably won't make the air though. I mean, it will maybe because it's like a novelty. 
thing yeah. what first like break dancing and all that I oh don't know. it's gotta make the air you think so not yeah. every sport does man they never have that james bond sport on tv what's the james bond oh, it's like the, the downhill and shooting and then you shoot somebody <laughs> at the end like what you don't shoot somebody <laughs> i mean you might as well There's not a guy like what skill set is that it's it's being a spy that's the skill set <laughs> all right now we're gonna move on to spy games it's like they have one event it's like a it's like it's like they call it like indoor repelling but it's like essentially the same setup from mission impossible <laughs> like he's, you got the cable in you your have to back stop and, yeah. before you hit the ground <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and sweat counts like sweat if you hit the floor it counts against you like ooh, uh, shave off five seconds for that. The uh, <laughs> the repeller from Switzerland is doing pretty well, except uh, it looks like yes. Let's let's get the slow mo footage. Oh, uh, two bits of sweat did drop from his brow. That's the uh, judges that, are oh, not going to like that. There's a sketch in here somewhere, so let's uh, let's not go too deep into this. <laughs> write that down though. I feel like that's all we're doing. Right, write down. With write that down. Podcast. Olympic spy games. Olympic write spy that games. Down. Okay, I'm going to write it down. Okay, here we go. That's a weekly regular exclusive. We're going to copyright it, so if you try to steal it, we'll, we'll sue you. Uh, what is it? Olympic Spy Games? Yeah. Olympic Spy Games. We uh, really like the downhill skiing and shooting thing, so we're going to kind of double down on it. And uh, we're going to do some other spy stuff. Well, yeah, anyway. Um, Lewis, Lewis shows up. <laughs> Yo. All right. Uh, um, okay, so. Um, for everyone who's like, who's Lewis? You'll, you'll see. Wait. Just wait. <laughs> Um, did you hear that uh, the city of Boston approved an application for a straight pride parade? They did? Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh. Yeah. Okay. That's, Man. That's uh, I, it, silly. It, it, it won't happen. I hope not. It, it cannot happen. It won't happen. Why not? This is the same city where the, the marathon was blown up. Like, why would they do this? <laughs> Right. Like, why would they create such a... They, it's going to be bad. <laughs> like, why would yeah. they do this? Like, why? I mean... Brandon, do you want to speak on behalf of all straight white men for a do, second? Do you want to speak on behalf of all straight men for a second? You no, man, it's not the same. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, the guy who filled out the application for a straight pride month, his name is not Leon Washington. <laughs> His name is probably like Stanley uh, the the giraffe. Yeah, his name is probably Stan Schaefer or something. <laughs> nah, he's probably yeah. like Irish, so his probably his name is probably his name is probably Rob, like like <laughs> Rob O'Brien or something. <laughs> no, that's like, that's too Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe like what's a like Rob name- Shaw. <laughs> 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 No I'm, way, man! Don't talk about my cousin like that. I'm telling you, man. No, the guy, the, like, I can read a headline and tell you that. I can. I may not always be able to tell you what ethnicity the guy is, but I could definitely tell you what ethnicity he's not. <laughs> like, you keep. Uh, that's another thing I have on my list that I've been reading about this week is uh white people keep dying or being murdered in other countries. Oh, have you heard about the Dominican Republic? Yeah, and some. Well. I guess. And then some guy just got murdered in Belize, like some doctor. I'm like, why? It's white boredom. It's a product of white boredom. Um, okay. Well, the Dominican Republic thing, actually, I think th- three or four of the 10 people are black. Uh, that are were murdered? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know that they're murdered. There's just mysterious deaths. Oh, all yeah. at hotels. It's weird. Um, and it's all within the span of like three or four months. Uh, the past three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like... Oh, they were all having a good time, and then they went back to the room because they said they weren't feeling well, and then they were found dead the next morning. 
It's like the exact same story. Well, that that I can believe. Maybe there's some like weird thing going around in the Dominican Republic. I can understand that. Or Dexter's like, down there. <laughs> yeah, but people keep going like people mostly white people keep going to places and like getting like that guy who went to the amazon to try to like bring jesus to the the tribe people oh, there it was and it they was shot the, him full arrows right it was in uh i think a remote indonesian island or something like, like that yeah like why don't white people just chill man uh that guy uh uh two white people's defense i don't think that guy the missionary guy i don't think he was white actually i specifically no, he was remember, white for sure he was maybe like half white no, he was white for mm, sure. Because I remember specifically seeing the story and scrolling frantically to a picture of him and then breathing a huge sigh of relief, being like, Whew, okay. We got one. Yeah. <laughs> or That's they, not or us. They got one. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. Uh, but anyway, so Boston approved a straight pride parade. It cool. will not happen. Cool. <laughs> it won't happen. Um, Is that going to be in conjunction with the white Pride Parade? Probably. Uh, why can't we have a white entertainment television? Um, Wet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, I only have one other thing, um, uh, which is uh, this week, which at this point, if you're listening to this, it was last week because um, it was at the beginning of the week. Um, they did a live stream called uh the investigation a search for the truth in 10 acts um so muller's report oh yeah with like actors like robert de niro and stuff right <laughs> yeah it was uh a live reading kevin klein john lithgow uh michael shannon justin long jason alexander uh Alyssa milano <laughs> uh zachary quinto um sigourney weaver julia louis dreyfus and mark hamill and and more um all live reading the Mueller report which i just think is a uh were they just trying to bring attention to it like what was the point of yeah, it yeah i think they're trying to bring attention to it but i think it's it's just a funny like make it an, inter- an entertainment thing <laughs> like yeah. a very serious matter that's really like funny. is our president um <laughs> like committing treason let's find out with zachary quinto <laughs> I would have loved for them to do it as their like famous characters. So he's reading it as like as Commander Spock. Spock. Yeah. Mark uh, Hamill's reading it as like uh not not uh not Luke Skywalker. He's reading it as like the, the Joker. Joker. <laughs> you have George and Elaine reading it <laughs> Seinfeld. Seinfeld. with the bass in the background. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. So it was a uh, fall of 2017 when um, President Trump um, he specifically declined to be interviewed for this, which brought up a little bit of a suspicion between the, us and the Russian consulate. And then Kramer busts in and there's like applause. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Meek Mill is uh, now a cone, a cone head. Meek Mill is now a cone. He's head. a cone of Dunshire. Yeah, Meek Mill is a co-owner of Lids. The uh, oh the, the mall shop. store. Yeah. Are are there any lids that are not in malls? Probably. Because I've never encountered one outside. There, of there the might mall. be. Yeah. Are there any Wetzel's pretzels outside of malls? They're they're in airports. Yeah. Are there any Mrs. Fields outside of? Those malls? are also on airports. But airports and malls are kind of. Similar. Are there any Spencers outside of malls? Definitely not. Are there any Spencers left in malls? <laughs> Where else am I gonna get uh, neon velvet paintings of naked women? 
next to a neon velvet painting of a weed leaf. <laughs> and uh, when the, the reggae singer guy, Bob Marley. Man, I remember going into Spencer's and like... I wasn't like necessarily supposed to go into Spencer's. Like I'd be there with, like with my dad and my brother. I'd be like, I'm gonna go in here and like, you guys are gonna be in Journeys. Okay, I'll be over here next door. <laughs> and then I'd go back to the posters. Yeah, man. And you flip back there and you're like, looking around. You, you see a Lil Kim poster. You're like, oh yeah, <laughs> a Lil, Lil Kim poster. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> the one where she's like, you know, the Lil Kim poster, the famous one. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't say it like that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh man! Um, speaking oh, that's another thing I did this week. Speaking of Lil Kim, I watched the BET Awards on Sunday. Oh, that's right. Did you watch the BET Awards? I didn't. I was playing a gig. Um, Would you have watched the BET Awards if you weren't? Playing I don't have BET. Oh, I did. I did watch highlights. Well, good news for you. They're going to have their own streaming service soon called BET Plus, and they plugged the hell out of it the entire show. Man, everyone's having their own streaming service. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, why can't we have a white entertainment <laughs> streaming service? WET Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Or Caucasian Entertainment Television, CET. Um, you think of the CMT, which is country music? Which is which basically, basically the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> um, also, along those same lines, lines uh, I read a headline that the N- NRA TV is going to stop producing its own content. Oh, that's right. So, I mean. What a bummer. Yeah, man. Where am I going to watch shows that try to test whether or not. The, what's better for home defense? An AR-15 or yeah, they, an AK-47? Do they AK have a whole channel? Yeah, they have I'm like... I'm trying to figure out what shows, like, they're going to fill up 24 hours hilarious. a day. Uh, there's a show, because uh, all of them kind of appeal to that mindset of like, uh, I'm a good guy with a gun. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, like, there's like a show, but they're not all preachy, but there is one show that like, uh, uh, there's a show where it's like, they, it's basically Mythbusters, but about guns and movies. Oh, stop it. No, it's really called that. It's called Gunbusters? Myth. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's called Mythbusters, but with guys in, in movies. <laughs> guns and movies. Uh, so, like, they, they reenact famous scenes with guns to see if you can really pull it off the way they do in the movies. And it's just all kind did of Did they gross. do the one from Wanted? No. Actually, that was a real they, Mythbusters they, thing. Wasn't yeah, it? they did that on Mythbusters. But, like, they tried to reenact the scene from Heat where they're, like, running across the street with bags full of money, like, firing their guns and stuff like that. Like, That's ridiculous. It's just like, and there's no science in it, like, their way Mythbusters is. So it just feels like it's just of like. Of course, there's not science in it. It's in our TV. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Can they, can they get across the street carrying these guns and these bags full of money? Uh, the answer is no. They're way too heavy. We tried. <laughs> it was basically that, you know? Uh, they have a lot of shows like that. Wow. Just like, yeah. Um, uh, the close to the UCB theater is, um, a couple actually, depending on which location you're at, a Scientology building. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's signs for, there's, I think it's on direct TV. They have a Scientology channel. Yeah. And they have like, like a whole like production facility on sunset. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to, uh, you just have to be curious or something like that. Yeah. Cause it's prob- Which could be advertising a lot of things. But. Right. Well, if you take that, I mean, Scientology is a religion born out of, like, born out of, I mean, fiction, literally. Science uh, fiction, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're, I'm sure they're all about, like, having content that, like, is, like, loosely Scientology, but you wouldn't know it unless you were looking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. People say, uh, like... There's conspiracy theories about like uh, Tom Cruise's movies and even more so John Travolta's movies that mm. like so, a lot of his movies like post 
uh, Scientology, like were basically Scientological themes and stuff like that embedded in his movies? Well, if that's true, then I might convert to Scientology because the last Mission Impossible movie was amazing. Yeah. I left like jaw on the floor. What do you think him hanging on the side of a plane is a metaphor for in terms of Scientology? Um, well, I, I think that's clearly is a him metaphor. Cling, clinging to the millions that he that they take from him every year? Yes, yeah, and barely. Gotcha. Barely clinging on. All right. But, um, yeah. Um, if... Uh, if I called you uh, in a week, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? I got some huge news. And you're like, lay it on me. And I'm like, hey, um, this TV network called and uh, they want us to develop a, a comedy show for them. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay us all kinds of money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be exclusive to their platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, no. OK, so here's what it is. I call you. I'm like, hey, they're going to give us a crazy amount of money. And they want to give us our own show. Mm hmm. Um, and it's uh, the Scientology Network. Yep. And then I'm like, hang on, I got a, I got a phone call. One second. And you're like, oh man, this is so exciting. But I don't, I want, what do I think about being on the Scientology Network? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm back. Hey, I just got another phone call um, from the NRA TV people. Same deal. Uh, would you take either deal or would you pass on both? Uh, take Scientology. Because as far as I know, they well, I haven't. I guess the NRA network is shutting down. So. Yeah, yeah. There's more money. <laughs> trust me. There's more money in Scientology. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't. To my knowledge, Scientology has never been the direct, like, has never been the direct cause of the death of innocent people. So well, I don't know, man. Have you seen the HBO documentary? There's some crazy stuff in there. Prove it. That's what I say. Look, I'm a Scientologist, right? <laughs> um, Look, there's a lot of misconceptions about Scientology out there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 did you see the trouble that Kim Kardashian got into? Trouble in, in air quotes with Japan. No, the nation of Japan. The entire nation of Japan. Um, no, Japan's not a monolith. Uh, but she got into trouble with a lot of people uh, of Japanese descent because she recently she's developing a line of uh, uh, shapewear, which mm-hmm. is like Spanx essentially, mm-hmm. uh, and. She tweeted that the name of them is going to be called Kimono. Oh, right. Because her name is Kim and she does that with everything she does. She has emojis called Kimojis, whatever. And so she's going to call them Kimono. Like that's like the brand name for the shapewear. And people of Japanese heritage were not happy because they feel like it's cultural appropriation because they don't even look like what a Kimono kimono is. She just thinks the name is cool. Is it spelled the same? I think so, yeah. K-I-M-O-N-O. So it's like a... You don't even realize it's a pun necessarily, right? And that and that's I think the the problem with it because like it, it would be one thing if she actually had a line of kimonos and was calling them kimonos, like okay, like that's one thing. But like just taking the name because you think it's cool and clever and putting it on something that has nothing to do with where the word comes from is yeah cultural appropriation. Mm. At least is what it seems like. So people were not happy. So like there was a hashtag Kim Oh No. Oh. Yeah, very clever. Whoever came up with that, they were super stoked. Yeah, probably someone who writes at Vox. <laughs> uh, Let's get this hashtag trending, guys. Yeah. Um, Canadians can order psychedelic mushroom mushrooms from dispensaries now. Really? Yeah. So you don't have to go out of your way and find some shady guy to get mushrooms. Across the whole country. Yeah. You can just order them on online from a dispensary and they will ship to you. Wow. That crazy, right? 
or and cannabis, on, and online, they've got it figured out. Yeah, you can get it from Amazon. You can get mushrooms from Amazon. Essentially, uh, essentially the mushroom equivalent of Amazon. So it's Amazon with a bunch more colors wow. and shapes. That's crazy. And textures and tastes and emotions and smells and it's uh it's it's the site's kind of like amazon except uh <laughs> i'm trying to make a joke about the oneness of the universe and it's it's in there but i don't know it's like it's it works like amazon but no matter every search term leads to the same thing <laughs> i don't know there's millions of products pete holmes would have, made a, would have made a better joke about that <laughs> I'll, I'll save it for you made it weird that's great for, for our you made it weird appearance yeah um what else um that i have um i don't have any news stuff i have a couple interesting things uh like what uh stats that we didn't get to cover on a previous episode um well let's get through the news and we'll okay. get to that then, uh, then you go you go stock x are you familiar with stock x the company um no it's not uh, a really hip um trading company like a stock trading company it's actually a uh a sneak- hip trading app <laughs> it's a sneaker trading like not trading but a sneaker uh reselling reselling not just reselling because they sell new shoes too but it's like a sneaker marketplace online sneaker okay. marketplace uh, there's an app and a website and uh there's all the like the hippest newest rare shoes are on there mm-hmm. um and you can often get them at retail price which is really cool um, but the app or StockX as a company is now worth a billion dollars. So that was crazy. like a big headline. Wow. And they, I think they started like five years ago or something like that. Have we on this podcast talked about my, uh, in a previous life, um, my love of sneakers? I, I don't know. I, we've definitely talked about it off air, but just in case we haven't talked about it here, why don't you go ahead and inform I watched us. a documentary that in college, which is now, mm, now it's out of date because it was probably the documentary itself is probably from like 2002, but mm-hmm. it's called Just for Kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've seen a, it. A pun. Um, and it's just all about sneaker culture. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. And it was really fascinating. And uh, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to get into sneakers. <laughs> no, you know, you didn't. <laughs> and I only bought like a couple pairs. Yeah. And they it wasn't anything like super exclusive. Although, do you know what pigeon dunks are? Yeah. They're like a uh, yes. okay. Well, the, for the, the listeners, yeah, uh, they're like dark gray and orange, and they have a pigeon on them. Yeah, they have different colors now. There's like oh yeah, they, okay. There's so different yes, colorways. Yes. Yeah, um, but the, like the original pigeon ducks, there was only like two hundred pairs made or something like that, uh-huh. and like they a, a real authentic pair goes for like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So I did on eBay maybe get in more than one bidding war um that i lost trying to get a fake <laughs> pair of pigeon dunks oh my please don't buy fake shoes brandon just so i can wear them out and and not wear them out but wear them in public and make like two people do a double take yeah man i feel like some shoes you have to be famous to wear or or you just look ridiculous because there's one of two options you either so I remember one time I went to a, uh, like a like a friend of mine's like performance. He's like a singer, and uh, I went to his performance. And there was a guy there who I kind of peripherally know, um, not not who I wouldn't say we're friends necessarily, but we're like acquaintances or whatever. And I know what this guy does for a living, and I know how much money he makes. <laughs> and it's not the type of money where you can afford to spend thousands of dollars on shoes, right? Um, and still eat and like get your hair cut and stuff like that, right? Right. So, um. He he comes in the party and has on I won't say what shoes because I don't want to I don't want to um, out who this person might oh. be. Uh, but he had on some really expensive shoes that like I know for a fact, especially at the time. Yeezys. 
I won't. I won't confirm nor so, deny. So yes, okay. Continue. I won't confirm. I won't confirm nor deny. They could be the. They could be anything. Uh, so uh, but this they, was years ago. So it wasn't like this was before the new Yeezys. This was like the Nike Yeezys era. Okay. When those so shoes, they were Nike Yeezys. Got no. It. Got it. No, I'm just saying at the the point in time, the new Yeezys weren't even out yet. Okay. So this so was the old Yeezys. This wasn't, I get it. This I wasn't get it. the era where you could have really desirable, rare designer shoes for $300. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Nike Yeezys were more than that. I get it. Or Continue. any any rare shoe at the time was yeah, really expensive. But especially the Nike Yeezys. I, get I wouldn't know. I didn't ever buy any. But, but, this, this, but this friend of yours, a uh, kind of friend did. This acquaintance had on some shoes that were very expensive. The Nike Yeezys. They were at least, those shoes he had on... At the time, were probably the retail. The retail is probably like fifteen hundred dollars, which means if he bought real ones, they were probably two thousand dollars. And two thousand dollars for Nike Yeezys? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't recall what the brand or or uh, model of the shoe was. I thought we established this. But uh, so, if you're not famous or not wealthy, and everyone around you <clears throat> knows you're not wealthy. You, no matter what you do, if you have on a pair of $2,000 shoes, you look ridiculous. Because either A, you saved up a bunch of money right. that like you really shouldn't be spending on $2,000 shoes, or you're wearing fake ones. Either way, you're kind of ridiculous. <laughs> right. So, like, I just don't understand. Now, thank God, like, now there's sites like StockX, and now I just think... Um, uh, I think, and I mean, I won't go on a Kanye. Ty- now we're talking about Kanye. I won't go on a Kanye like soapbox, but like, I think thanks to him and his partnership with Adidas and stuff like that, like he's brought, you know, really desirable designer quality shoes down to a level that more people can afford. Then why don't you own a pair of Yeezys? Because I think I can't not justify. I can't justify paying over a hundred dollars for any one pair of shoes um that i'm going, that I'm go going to get dirty right the cheapest pair of yeezys you can find right now are like 250 okay and those are typically the ones no one wants uh, <laughs> there okay. is one pair that's like like the bright yellow like <laughs> well, traffic yeah. vest color <laughs> no those are actually pretty still pretty expensive but like the ones that look like osiris's like the d3s <laughs> oh yeah. yeah like like the like the um they're all the, puffy like the seven i think they're like the 700s but like the desert rat ones like the ones that are like tan you can get those i mean you can get those for 200 dollars on stock x okay. but um, are they called desert rats because like they're, yes. they're the big puffy ones? Yes. Well, yes. They have like a little rat tail on yes. them? Like it looks like you stuffed your feet into rats? Yes. Okay, cool. Those you can get really cheap. And, and yeah, those look tacky when you see them out because it's like, oh, those are the ones you could afford. Tight. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, like if you're going to have a pair of $1,500 shoes, you can't You then can't be get like, the cheap ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, you can't have $1,500 shoes. Um, even on the high end, and then like step into your 2002 Nissan Sentra and be like, later guys. Well, that, that's the thing. Like if I think, because I'm 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 all about cultivating an aesthetic. So like that, which is why I basically wear the same thing every day because it's like I right now where I am, I make a certain amount of money, and I I want to present myself in a way that is accurate to what my real life situation is. So like, I'm not going to wear something that is like, that's so expensive that it's like, it messes up the narrative of everything else that I have going on. Right. Cause right now I wear a lot of vans. I wear almost exclusively vans. Hey, I'm wearing your shoes right now. Oh, sick man. I, I mean, love, that's like my version of your shoes. But. I love vans because they're a versatile shoe. They're like, they're comfortable and they like don't draw attention to themselves, but they're still like, and partly because they're like a California shoe and they're like, it's just kind of like West Coast is kind of what you wear. Yeah, it's like the dress code for internet. 
Yeah, ex- yeah. essentially. Uh, but like, if I were to put on, like, if I were to put on a five hundred dollar pair of shoes, I'd look ridiculous because, you, like you said, I'd pull up in my two thousand and eight Ford Escape hybrid, and it's I'd, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hold on, man. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression of your car. Yeah, like, you, it's just it you just look you just look stupid. Like, I want yeah. the narrative of my life to be consistent. Like, so all the people who know me seeing me in $500 pairs of shoes would be like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, what you, come on, man. You know, you shouldn't have done that. Right. You, you know, see, you still owe me money, man. <laughs> yeah. I think your narrative of your life should be consistent. Like, don't wear Yeezys and then like, yeah, just don't do it. Don't do it and yeah. don't wear Yeezys and then try to set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Do, especially if you're a creative out there and you like don't wear Yeezys and then when it's time to do your next single or your next EP, have a uh have a GoFundMe. A hey, five thousand dollar GoFundMe for your next <laughs> yeah. single. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so no. I uh, <laughs> there's one pair of Yeezys. So I can't so that's the thing. I myself there's not one shoe that exists that to me justifies me paying more than like a hundred dollars for because i get everything i would need and want out of a van shoe and i can get those for 40 50 bucks right, right. so like why would i spend any more than a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes that are going to get dirty it's not like oh i can just buy them and then you know they'll last forever no they're gonna get dirty i mean the second time you wear them you're gonna be bummed like oh man you know if vans came to you and they're like hey we want to make an asan williams signature mm-hmm. shoe mm-hmm. what would it be uh you know what? Actually, they would be. It would be just a colorway of the. Off- what is what is a colorway? Just like a a color, like a version of a shoe that already exists. What what is colorway? So mean? like when, so like, th- I would describe the shoes you have on. It's it's just a the 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 industry fashion industry way of saying like the color of the shoe you have on. Oh okay. So, um. Because colors can be more like a shoe can have more than one color, so you can't just say, "Oh, what color are your Vans?" Well, they're multiple colors, so you say, "What what colorway do you have?" And gotcha. oft, oftentimes, colorways are listed as a title. So, like when Travis Scott did his Jordan Fours, the the colorway he did was the, uh, I believe he did, it was like North Carolina blue or something like that. So, like there's like a title that usually goes with it because because it explains to somebody what they're gonna look like before you see it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So. If, Sorry, what is the colorway of your signature? Okay, they'd bands? be an it'd be an authentic, so not like those. Essentially, like those, but like the ones I wear all the time, like uh-huh, uh-huh. The, with like, like the, the, the standard without the padding on the yes. Right. Uh, they'd be an authentic, and they would have it would the colorway would be majority black. The shoe like kind of like the black and white ones, except the sole would be a gum sole. Oh man, yeah, and now the strings talking. and the strings would be white. The yeah, laces man. would be white. I think like like a classic like skate shoe. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, they don't. What, I don't know why they don't make that. Yeah, it's pretty lame. The the outside you're saying would be gum, or just the bottom? The outside oh. and the bottom. Yeah. Um, because I I love a black shoe with a gum bottom. It looks sick. Oh yeah. Uh, when I was in high no middle school, I had Nike uh, skateboarding came out with uh, a pair of Dunks that were all suede and they were black and they had a gum bottom and they were my favorite shoe of all time because they had the round athletic laces. Like the skateboard, like the athletic ground lace. Oh, they were perfect. It was a Did perfect you ever have pumps as a kid? The, no, the, man. No. The one with it. No, never had that. I had the Payless knockoff of those. Oh, my God. I never had soaps. I never had any gimmick shoes. You didn't have wheelies? Or Heelys, rather? No, I never had that. Did you have light-up shoes? No. Come on, man. You know what a cool colorway of the Vans might be? Of, like, 
I want to see the colorway, like the all brown colorway from like uh, the Reynolds. The were you in the skate shoes at all? No. So when Andrew Reynolds was with, uh, was he either America or ES? I can't remember. One of those companies. The famous like Reynolds shoes, like the Reynolds threes, are like a classic skate shoe. And like one of the most famous colorways was like an all suede version. It was like all brown, and they look sick. I'll pull them up. I'll show you. Wearing with like brown pants too. <laughs> no, it's like it looks like just extra long pants that keep going. That's tight. <clears throat> Let me show you. You're gonna be like, oh, sick. Um, that's funny. It uh, was they're Americas. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, a black shoe with uh, I also like white on the edge and then gum on the bottom. I think that's my that's my colorway, if you will. <laughs> they were these shoes. Oh, I remember. Oh, I totally Man. remember those. Yeah. With white laces, fire. <laughs> fire. I hate laces that are the same color as the shoe. Like, I like, oh, a, white, yeah. I like a white lace. Or yeah, like, it's got to pop. Yeah, you, somehow. Yes, for sure. How did we end up on Sneaker Talk? I don't is, know, man. Do you watch uh, Sneaker Shopping, the Complex show? I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, it's great. Um, oh, there's another uh, uh, show, a Netflix show called Abstract. And there's like, there's like six episodes, and they're all individual episodes where they interview. or It's not an interview directly, but it's all about... Um, different designers and like there's an interior designer there's a graphic designer there's whatever and there's uh, tinker hatfield who is a legendary sneaker designer um at nike and he was the guy who from the beginning of jordan's to like somewhere i forget when he stopped but mm-hmm. he was like the main yeah designer on yeah, the nike yeah. jordans uh-huh uh, it's it's an saw, awesome yeah i think uh, i saw thing. that did you see the one Man, let's not get let's not become a did you see that podcast? But did you see the conversation between Jerry Lorenzo and John Mayer? Oh no, I keep seeing it, but I haven't it's really I haven't, good. Uh, it's good. watched it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Anyway. Um where are we at with What do you got news? Um I'm trying to think. We're winding down here. Um NBC is removing The Office, the office. in twenty twenty one. Yes, from Netflix. And they're paying five hundred million dollars to do it. Five hundred million dollars to Netflix to take it off. Why? Uh, like because are they're they breaking buying the contract bu- early. Probably because they own the office. Right, but they probably had a contract that went longer or whatever, wow. and they have to pay Netflix. Or I don't know, they have to, but like they're paying Netflix to take it off of there. Is Parks also coming off? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, that's funny because that didn't make news. Because uh, I know the Office is the biggest streamed Netflix show. Yeah, um, and literally. Um, I read about it, but then, I think the uh, is the office on Hulu. I don't think so. That's why it's the most streamed show on Netflix because yeah. Parks and Rec is also on Hulu. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't think so. If if that's the case, Parks and Rec may not ever come off of Netflix because um, NBC um, they own part of Hulu. Hulu. So like, if it's they got enough traffic uh, going to Hulu, sense. like why would they? Right. So. Um, yeah, no. But I yeah, th- also NBC is probably doing their own streaming service. So. Yes, that's that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I got a a text. I have a group text with a couple friends that are big Office fans, mm-hmm. and in the group text was like a screenshot of the thing. They're like, "Yes, this is for real." And it's funny because it's a year and a half away, but uh, it's already like 
Start making plans. Yeah, I mean, can't you? Is it on DVD? Can you or like not on DVD, but like can you? It's buy available it? on VHS, actually. Yeah. <laughs> on Laserdisc. On Laserdisc, yeah. Real to real. Uh, can you buy it like on Amazon? Can you buy the whole series? Um, you can actually pay Shakespearean actors to come to your house and uh, <laughs> right. reenact the whole show for you. Um, yeah, you can. Okay. And they periodically can you buy go the screenplays and then like just read them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're in the mood to read. Yeah. The, excuse me. The teleplay. <laughs> this. <laughs> um. No, okay. Well, if you can buy it, then I there's mean, a radio play version actually. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the what people don't know is the original British Office was actually based on a 1930s radio play. <laughs> Are you an Office fan? Oh, dude, no, British Office, not the U.S. Oh no, man, you got to go with the radio play from the 30s. And then what people don't know about that version is the 1930s radio American radio play is based on the Japanese version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, remember that funny sketch? SNL sketch. Yeah. Um, Which is actually just based on an old wives' tale, actually, um, that's been passed down from generation to generation. It's actually based on Greek mythology. That version <laughs> is based on Greek mythology. Uh, it's the classic story of when Zeus uh, came down and mated with uh, one of the one of the people on Earth and uh, gave birth to Michael Scott, and they started the Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. And um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, a lot of dudes with Apple watches are very bummed. Um, <laughs> the office is stupid. So that's their dumb. key demo. So dumb. <laughs> People with Apple watches. No man. Um. Yeah. Uh, as long as Parks and Rec is available for me to watch, I'm a okay. Yeah. We had this debate at your birthday party, which is better, and it's unanimous. Parks and Rec is better. Call me a Buddhist, but I'm like, you know what? I don't even rank them. I think they're both equally wonderful. They're not. And um, I, I have fond appreciation for both of them. I love them both as if they were my own children. People love one child more than the other. Well, I only the have one child. So well, as soon as you have another one, you'll like. have to make that decision. Um, if This will be good for our audience. If you like, uh, why don't you DM us or like post about us and let us know which one you like more the office or you want to come up with a super complicated hashtag <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just yeah hashtag weekly regular parks and rec if you like parks and rec hashtag weekly regular office if you like the office i just really want to know or hashtag week weekly regular <laughs> office uk if you prefer that one or japan <laughs> or radio play no uh, i just really want to know like what people think because i think parks and rec is like is a better version of the office i think it, they took what the office did they're like okay i think we can make this it's a totally different thing though well, of course, it would become that if you improved upon it greatly. Well, well, first of all, the first season, especially of Parks and Rec, is The Office. Yeah, they were like until they realized, the oh, office. you know what, we can do this much better. <laughs> Let's make a show where the characters are likable ninety percent of the time. The characters are likable no, on The Office. They're yeah, not, they are, dude. man. You hate all of them. I don't hate any of them. You, I love all no. of them. You hate all of them? No, I don't. Everyone I hates don't. all of them. No, Objectively, man. everyone. No. <laughs> Objectively, 100% <laughs> factually, every person hates every character in the office. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Netflix, okay. Oh, the Miss England pageant? Did you hear about this? No. The Miss England pageant has added a, a makeup-free round. Interesting. That so, everyone has participated in? Mhm. You're not allowed to wear makeup on your face. You can probably still wear body makeup, like Kim Kardashian's body makeup. Uh, or you can wear your kimono. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no makeup for one of the rounds. Interesting. How do you feel about that? Uh, I that's, think that's great. Yeah. that's a, a First of all, that's like the most 2019 thing I've ever heard. Um, but that's fantastic. Actually, I don't know if what's... 
I don't know. I don't know what's more offensive. Because if a beauty pageant is about how you how well you can present yourself, not necessarily how beautiful you are, then to remove that and to make <laughs> it about your physical features makes it a little more problematic. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. Now I'm not- take off the presentation, <laughs> and now we want to judge you based on the way God made you. <laughs> Right. So right. whoever has the most appealing face, <laughs> naturally, <laughs> naturally, um, yeah. is going to win. So yeah, I think right. they're, they're. I think they're causing more harm than they think that they're not that they're avoiding. I think because yeah. I think that's what pageants are. Like no one walks around looking like they're in a beauty pageant. Like it's obvious. It's like heightened, and it's all about how you can present yourself. Now, obviously, there's some problematic elements, like with like the swimsuit competition and stuff like that. Right. But like in terms of like their face and their hair and makeup and stuff like that, it's all about how you present yourself. Yeah. Like it's not like who's the prettiest person. It's like well, who, it is now. <laughs> well, they made sure that it is now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If, Eng- if England wants to be, they really want to get down to it. Let's let's have a teeth competition. Huh? Let's have a <laughs> smile competition. Huh? How about that? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of beauty pageants anyway. I mean, not only do I not watch them, but I think they're just kind of weird. Yeah, you stopped participating a while back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> from an early age. Yeah, yeah, that culture is very weird. Yeah, uh, and because there's no equivalent of that for men. Well, there's like bodybuilding. I guess. But like, because you have to do but like there's a female talent. bodybuilding, yeah. Too. You have to do like a talent, and you have to. I don't know. That's because men, <laughs> we we have ways of 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 achieving validation from society that we didn't have to construct on our own because no one else would create an avenue for us to do it. Right. So, unfor- that's the privilege of being a man. You can find your validation anywhere. By the way, why don't we have a man pride parade? I don't know, but I feel like we definitely need one. Yeah, we do. Definitely. Let's yeah, start we're standing one. up for men's rights. Right. Let's go talk to the city of Boston. You know what? Me too. <laughs> Hashtag him too. <laughs> oh, man. It's a bummer that like, it's a bummer that that joke we just made is like, such a poignant joke for right now. Right. Like that joke should be so hack and like not funny because there's no context to support it. Like right. it should be like that's not funny. Like, why? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like why? Who would say a thing like that? But the problem is, a lot of people would say the thing like that. Right. That's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and it's unfortunate. Yes. Uh, what else you got? Him too. <laughs> um. What else do I have? Uh. Oh, I just discovered uh, an Instagram account called Comments by Celebs. Do you know what this is? Oh, no. Uh, it's the greatest is thing it ever. exactly what it sounds yes. like? It's someone is like, uh, what is, what's the word? Um, uh, curating comments left by celebrities on random things. Sometimes other celebrities post, but oftentimes just like random posts, like by companies or like just random people. Uh-huh. And it, like they, they find famous people who have commented on stuff and they just repost them. It's really funny. funny to see what type of stuff famous people go out of their way to to comment on. Yeah, it's crazy. That's funny. I'll check it out. What's it called? Uh, comments by celebs. Comments by celebs. And the funny, the irony of it is that account is verified. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> um, we should start an Instagram account called Comments by Comments by Celebs. <laughs> no man, I'm not gonna be that guy. You it's can be late. that guy. No, I'm, I'm you have an Apple Watch. That guy. <laughs> Yeah, you're that guy who wears an Apple Watch, who's bummed that The Office is going off okay. of Netflix, this is who ha- will make comments by comments by celebs. Okay, I am 100% that guy, to the degree that I have actually done 
basically that same thing. Okay, so I have a friend who would post up. This was this was before Instagram was what it is now. And he would just post pictures and he would post captions and he would just kind of be ridiculous on Instagram. But there wasn't really video yet and no one was really doing video. So then video came out. So then I made a parody of his account and I copied everything on it. So it looked exactly the same. But like instead of an L, I ch- or instead of an I, I changed it to an L. So, so it like looked, looked exactly. Yeah, it looked the same. I followed all his same people. I got half of his followers, which was like uh, probably 800 people. I probably got 800 people following this account. And I what I would do is I would post exactly what he posted. As soon as he posted it, I would go, cool, I'm going to make my version of that. So it would be like whatever his thing was. Uh, and then I, it would just be me reading the caption in a, like a really ridiculous, like over the top. Like is a picture of him. Like the first one that started it is a picture of him laying in a field. And it just said like sunspots under the vine. And so I made a video of just that photo and then me reading it exactly like that. Because I was like, come on, man. Like, what What are you doing? Does he hate you now? Uh, no, he loves it. So first of all, he didn't know it was me first, although it didn't take him that long to figure it out. Uh, but a lot of his followers thought it was actually him. Um, and they were very confused. Like, because I just named it like the same account and then audio version. So anyway, all that to say. I am 100% that guy who would make comments by comments by celebs. Do you run any, like, anonymous comedy accounts that we that I should know about? Um, have you heard of an account called Fuck Jerry? <laughs> That's not you. <laughs> that guy is like a D-bag. You don't want to be that, that guy. That guy is a D-bag. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. But he's rich, so. Um, no, but seriously, do you, like, I feel like you run, like. Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be anonymous. You can tell me off air. Uh, okay. It, okay. I, That's I, all my... I will say I'm not running anything currently, but I have run a i ran a twitter back in the day okay do you want to tell share with us what it was oh uh, yeah i can tell you um it was a twitter called at gigging dbag and it was just <laughs> the douchiest musician tweets possible uh-huh. um that got very fun um yeah uh, i didn't get that much attention with it but no, not a lot of people knew it was me so uh there once was a a message board um, if you can remember what those things are, there was a message board, uh, that was really, so in high school I was super into like punk music and like hardcore punk music and everything that fell under that umbrella, like sort of, you know, alternative music that had come out of like punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was super into it and I still am, but I mean, the scene is kind of, anyway, uh, there was a re- there's a record company, a hardcore, like kind of punk record company out of Boston called bridge nine. Um, they're sponsoring the. Uh, I'm just kidding. They're not sponsoring the Pride thing. Uh, I don't even want to make. I don't even want to do that bit. I don't want to. Uh, anyway, so they're called Bridge Nine, and they had a message board uh, called the B Nine board, and it was, it, it was basically like, you know, the way like kind of Facebook groups operate now. Like it was Facebook groups before Facebook groups. Mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. was, like. It was, it was a message board, so, like, there'd be all these threads. Like, kind of like, it was Reddit before Reddit, honestly. Reddit is, like, so imagine, you know, Reddit. It was Facebook it, before Facebook, Reddit before Reddit. Imagine Reddit, but, like, everything is somewhat about hardcore music or or somewhat related to that. So, like, a, a hardcore music subreddit. 
Yes, basically. Okay. Um, it operated exactly like that. And so there's threads and, you know, the most popular threads at the top. And there's all these different daily threads and stuff like that. So a really popular thing to do was to be kind of anonymous on there. Um, actually, less so than you would think. A lot of people had their na- full, like, real names and identities because, like, people would start bands on the B9. They'd be like, hey, who's in Rochester, New York and wants to play surf rock? You know what I mean? And bands hmm. would start that way. Uh, I actually started a band that way in, co- in college. But anyway... Um, but there are, you know, there's a percentage of people on there who like were meme posters before memes were even a thing. Um, this, this message board was everything before dude, it was everything I, no, else. I, I, I shit you not. It was, it was like, it was the cutting edge. Cause well, you, cause, what you described with the band thing, that's Craigslist before Craigslist. Right. So like, you think about, so the hardcore community is like, or at least it was a bunch of people so you know that kind of person who would run like a meme account that's what hardcore kids were like they're like that like that sense of humor where they're kind of like i mean if you like punk music you kind of have like a sensibility of like no i know what you think i'm supposed to like but screw that i'm gonna listen to what i you know i'm gonna listen to this i know you think it's unpleasant but i like it because who cares about what you think you know what i mean like so it's that type of vibe so all these people were like Like these were the predecessors to like the the you know the crazy stuff you see on the internet now. But anyway, all I had to say was there was a handful of people who like they had these anonymous like joke accounts, and it was all in good fun. Like there was no bullying. So it was or the hacking group anonymous before yes. the hacking. Group Everyone had those masks. Gotcha. No, it was uh these people like anonymous, and they would post as like as famous people so like they but everyone knew it was a joke so people were literally being characters like they were doing characters and they didn't even know it so there was like there would be people posting as like <laughs> there'd be someone posting as like uh uh i'm trying to think of, i don't have like a real example besides the one i'm going to give you that i did but someone po- someone would which was hilarious which was hilarious but someone like someone would post as like yoda like there was a b9 yoda and like they would chime in in regular conversations but they would do it as yoda <laughs> and it was funny. really funny so they do the whole like backwards talk thing so i uh you would chime in as neil degrasse tyson no i i started an account completely anonymous anonymously in addition to my like my regular account where people knew me as i started doing a boomhauer account and boomhauer is a character from king of the hill Oh, and, right. And the joke of that character is he speaks with such a so quickly and with such a, a Texas draw that like you can't understand what he's saying. But all the other characters do. <laughs> right. So he, he's on dang, dang old man. I'm talking about dang old, Hank, man. We dang old car, man. You know, like right, that. Right? right. You don't actually understand. Right. So you, How does that translate to text? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> so like like it's actually hilarious. So like there'd be a thread talking about like uh there'd be because there were a lot of a lot of threads on there like arguing about like which band is better or like which band's release is better so it'd be like man if you're a fan of this you'll like this and there'd be like two pages of people calling that band shit you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like man if you like this you like whatever and people making these hilarious jokes and i would go in and give a response but like as boomhauer so it'd be like dang old jib like a bunch of letters gibberish dang old dang old the the ceremony man dang old dang old band name here man and it was really funny like it's super funny it's, it's a lot funnier than the way i just made it sound <laughs> <laughs> i bet if i were on the hardcore message boards in the early 2000s uh and i also you was very familiar with loved it with king of the hill yeah i would have loved it if there was like a john mayer equivalent of uh the b9 <laughs> board you would have loved it yeah it was 
it was it was there was nothing really like it man like reddit's the closest thing but even reddit is so it's so big yeah. like they it, imagine reddit except there's only like five thousand people on it you know what i mean there's probably more than that but it's crazy man the b9 bar i miss it i miss it a lot it's gone it's gone yeah no because um, the hardcore scene is kind of it's basically dead now there's like a still a few bands that still do it but every hardcore band that used to be a hardcore band now plays like joy division music like now plays like new wave music <laughs> It's kind of a bummer. Um, it's like you're speaking a, a different language. Oh, sorry. So, like, J- Joy Division, um, I'm assuming that's a, a funny punchline. No. Uh, oh, but okay. I just don't, I don't know what that is. It, it's funny if, I mean, I guess it, it, it is funny if you know a lot of the big hardcore bands who now play that style of music. It's just funny because it's like, it's the equivalent of, like, if every... So like you know neo soul that scene right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if every neo neo soul musician you knew now makes like chain smokers music, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that it's like that. Which is it's funny because like it's funny just with that dichotomy, but it's funny because like that a lot of them do do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or like every drummer you know is now a DJ like that. Like you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sick. Uh, yeah, it's like that. Um. Cool. Um. Do you have any other news? No, news is completely okay. done. Yeah. Then I have um, some some fun stats for you. Um, I was looking at our stats the other day. Oh, these are weekly regular stats. Weekly regular stats. All right. Um, the top cities that were streamed in. Uh, can I guess? You get uh, top I'm, three. Top three. Um, number one, I'm gonna say is how specific do I have to be? Like the actual city, or can I say L.A.? Like okay, Los L.A. Angeles? is number one. Yes. I'll say number three is oh. a more specific. Uh, of of LA of LA. Uh, number three is probably Pasadena. Yes. Yeah. Number so, two. Number two is is, is number it two in most the, stream is, city. Is it in the United States? It is in the United States. Oh. Um. Number two most stream city for uh, the weekly regular podcast. I mean, I hope it's not Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Minneapolis. Um. Okay. Then it's. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? Is it in the south? It's not in the south. Oh, really? Is it northwest, Pacific Northwest? Uh, how many guesses you want here? Okay, never mind. Um, no, it's not. In Pacific okay, Northwest. then I'll say uh, I'll just throw it out there. Um, uh, Newark, New Jersey. I don't know. Honolulu. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. That's our number two most streamed city. Um, so I think that means that we need to do a live episode in Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I won't go there for any other reason. So yeah, no, just kidding. Hawaii is amazing. Um, I wonder why Honolulu. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, we, we did a live episode in Minneapolis. Um, we're gonna be doing a live episode in Dallas. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're in Dallas, <laughs> we'll give you the name of our hotel. <laughs> yeah, you can come yeah. on our podcast. If, yeah, if you're in Dallas, uh, we'll be there. What week is that? Um, we'll be there. The dates are July 17th through 20th. If you're in Dallas. Texas, July seventeenth through the twentieth, we'll be there. Uh, DM us, and we will. We you can come on our podcast and say whatever you want. <laughs> you can have the floor. Yeah, we will. Uh, that yeah. would actually be so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe we'll do Hawaii after that. We'll see. Honolulu, that's Honolulu, crazy. Yeah, you can um, tell me what the actual numbers are once we get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two listeners in Honolulu. In Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> and the Pasadena in LA is me and you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Tight. So in a previous episode, we talked about um, Australia, how it was our number two most streamed country. 
Oh yeah, because uh, podcasting is, is apparently big in Australia. Like a lot of people listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. A lot of podcasts I listen to, or I won't say a lot of them, but like I listen to a fair number of Australian podcasts, which uh, is kind of weird. Yes, um, we talked about that on the episode when we were talking about Australia. Oh. But I don't want to talk about Australia because screw them. Okay, because they've been bumped to the number three slot. Nice. Because U.S. is one, Australia's three. Who do you think number two is? Country? Germany? No. Uh, Canada? No. Oh. Brazil. No. Oh, it's probably an English-speaking country. There you go. Because um, <laughs> we don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> or German. Or German. Uh, or French sometimes. So Canada was a good guess. Um, oh, man. England? Yes. The okay. UK. Tight. So... I can't wait Good to day to all. No, that's that's Australia. Australia damn. <laughs> Never mind. It just went way down. <laughs> uh, Cheerio, I guess. Cheerio, governor. Oh man. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we, uh, we just lost them all. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. All two of them. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you have any shout outs? Um, oh, I want to shout out to Eric. Um, all right. Uh, uh, last name is. Uh, uh, you know who you are. I was just at a uh, like a backyard barbecue thing, mm-hmm. and um, we met for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people were telling him about uh, the show and about the sketch that we made. And he was like, "Oh, what is it? I'll have to check it out." And so then when he was leaving, he was like, "I'll be listening." Oh. I was like, oh, so I'm going to specifically shout him out. What's up, Eric? Uh, shout out to um, Isaiah, uh, who's a friend of mine. Uh, first shout out to my brother, Isaiah. I have a brother named Isaiah. Uh, I feel weird shouting out an Isaiah and not shouting out my brother. Uh, shout out to my brother, Isaiah. But uh, well, shout out to Keaton, not my brother. Ke- well, actually, while I'm here, I'll shout out my brother, Keaton. As you're well. thinking about your brother's keeper. Is what you're thinking. Um, shout out to Isaiah, my brother. Shout out to Isaiah. Uh, I don't want to say his last name because I think he's in law enforcement and I don't want to get him in trouble but shout gotcha. out to isaiah who's a buddy of mine who i haven't spoken to in a, a while like like more than five years while and this is your way of reaching out to him <laughs> yeah if you're out there man and you know um he reached out to me uh at randomly out of nowhere was like hey man this is isaiah uh uh i know it's been a long time but i just want to let you know like i listen to your podcast and it's really funny oh and it like helps my morning commutes I'm laughing the entire time. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It really oh, that's awesome. it touched me. So, I was, uh, uh, shout out to Isaiah. We'll, we'll send you a sticker, man. Send What's us, up, Isaiah? Send me your uh, your address, and we'll we'll send you a sticker, man. Yes, please, for sure. Uh, Isaiah and me, we used to be in a band together, like back in the day. Day you guys like, met on the the hardcore boards message. Boards? He was on it, but I, we we met in high school. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him in so long. But yeah, shout out to Isaiah. Uh, shout out to. Um, Somebody just celebrated a birthday in my life. Not you. Me? No. Um, yeah, you were no, there. No, I don't think he celebrated a birthday. I think we were just hanging out. Shout out to Ben. I don't know if I've ever shouted him out on this podcast. My buddy Ben from high school. Well, I just saw him this past weekend, so shout out to him. Sweet. Um, uh, no, I think that's it for me. Okay. You got anything else? Uh, that is going to be it. Shout out to Brad Velikar. I told him I'd shout him out every episode. That's right. My tattoo artist and good friend at Foothill Tattoo, Brad Velikar. Shout out to Brad. Because he listens to every episode, so I told him I would shout him out every episode. He does. All right. What's up, Brad? What's up, Brad? I'll be seeing you soon. Going to go get tatted in a couple weeks. I don't know yet. I never know before I go. Does Brad just have a free-for-all? Like, does he just do whatever No, I usually decide once I get there. Like, oh, that'd be cool. Let's, Let's do that. 
because um, it's it's now it's like a it's like a, a dance we do between like uh what what i think looks cool and like what he's in the mood to do <laughs> right he's like no nah, i don't want to. there's plenty of times where i'm like hey let's do this he's like no nah, i don't feel like doing that <laughs> i'm like tight <laughs> do you have any tattoo because you uh obviously this is an audio podcast so we i have a lot of tattoos you. you have a lot of tattoos do you have any any tattoo that you regret no i have tattoos that i wish uh looked better because i got them when i was young and with like a young didn't, tattoo artist didn't brad do it no brad didn't do it i'm happy with every tattoo brad gave, gave me uh but like when i was young before brad started tattooing because me and brad are basically the same age and he didn't start tattooing till a little bit later but um i got some tattoos pretty early like i started getting tattooed when i was like 17 uh there's tattoos i wish looked better um or wish i could get a better version of them done but like there's no tattoo that I'm like, damn, I really wish I didn't have that on my body. Oh, that's good. No, I, no, I'm not, I don't, ha- I'm not a regretful person. Um, I don't, I don't do stuff that I don't want to do. So therefore I have no regrets. Mm, <laughs> Does that make sense? Man. Yeah. I've, I've, there's mistakes I've made. Like there's like bad decisions I've made, but nothing that I've regret. Not tattoo related. Well, yeah, there's probably some bad decisions I've made in terms of tattoos, but I don't regret them. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like what? I don't know. I probably am not aware that they're bad decisions yet, <laughs> which is the way it goes with tattoos. Um, do you regret getting the swastika on your? I do regret getting that. Chest. Yeah. Okay. But I saw American History X. I thought. Uh, I thought. Uh, what's his name? Look. I was going to say Joseph Gordon Levitt, but that's not right. <laughs> uh, uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton looked super cool as Vineyard with the uh, with the swazi on his chest. You thought um, it was just a cool tattoo? Yeah, from I didn't the movie. know. Yeah, I didn't know what it meant. I just thought that was like the logo for the movie. I'm like, dude, this is a sick movie. Let me uh, let me go get one of these. You know when you know in uh, Batman v Superman or no, it was uh, not Batman v Superman. Uh, what's the Dark Knight? But it was Superman, Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, in Man of Steel, when he's like, uh, she's like, uh, what's that S on your chest? He's like, it's not an S on my planet. It means hope. When I saw American History X, I'm like, oh, this is the logo for the movie, and it's all about how a guy can go from being a bad version of himself to redeeming himself and becoming a good guy. It's, it's, a, it's symbol a symbol representing redemption. Yeah, it's a symbol representing redemption. So I want that, and I got that. And then later, someone informed me that there are other meanings for that symbol. And I was like, ah, okay. Like three tattoo artists refused to put, yeah, to put it, it on my body. Yeah, super weird. And then I... We, then I went to Modesto and found a guy named Rick, this bald white guy who was super down to do it. But he, also, he said he was organizing a uh, some kind of a straight white pride parade. Yeah, he's since moved to Boston. I don't know what he's doing now, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, no, no regrets with tattoos. I have, uh, I have regret. I have one. I have a piercing that I regret letting close. Actually, oh. Um, How I many let, piercings do you have? Just one now. I had you have I, the nose. I had I pierced my septum, but I let it close. What's your septum? This thing. Oh, the middle. Yeah. Okay. I had that. Uh, that was in. I thought I was thinking that was in a. Uh, you were about to drop your pants to show me. <laughs> oh, I could. I could still do that if you want me to. <laughs> no, I would never pierce. No, no. The. F- hey, I don't know, man. Would Some you, people. Would you do ever it. pierce your nipples? No. Why? Because would you ever pierce your nose? Everyone's doing it now. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pierce anything. I would maybe get a tattoo, but I wouldn't pierce. I think. I think getting. I think getting your nose pierced in 2019. You're so burnt out if you do that. You're what? You're so burnt out. Oh. Like if you if your nose isn't pierced by now, just give it up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like wearing a mohawk in 2019. 
Right. It's like or give- a faux hawk. Imagine if hairstyles were permanent, right? Like if once you got a mohawk, you just have it forever. If you saw someone get a mohawk now, if those were the rules of the universe, if you saw someone get a mohawk now, you'd be like, what, like, are, what you are you doing? What are you doing, man? Like, yeah. but if you know it's already pierced because you got it pierced three years ago, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. Back when it was like a, it was edgy to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Now it's like everyone has it. Yeah. Or like when people are like, I want to get my first tattoo, but I'm nervous. I'm like, what? You, it's 2019. What are you nervous about? You should have been me in 2012 at 17 years old getting my forearms tattooed and my mom almost killing me. You know what I, I mean? Uh, hmm. I don't know. See, dude, my the, my B nine my B nine roots are showing. I'm hating on everything. The demo was cooler. I'm jaded and hate people enjoying things that I enjoyed a few years ago. You're rambling in the King of the Hill voice. I can we can barely dang, understand dang, you. Dang old man, tattoos, man. Dang old, dang old, like a mohawk, man. Dang old. Um, Boomhauer's a little lower. He's like, dang old man, dang dang old tattoo, man. Dang old Hank, man. Dang old. Dang old is what he says a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me uh, at Boomhauer on Bridge Nine uh, message board. No, you can find me at on Instagram uh, and Twitter at Asan the DJ at A H S O H N the DJ. You can find me on my newly uh, launched website made by Backline Creative. The website. Uh, is called Asan.com, A-H-S-O-H-N.com for all of your Asan needs. I have a lot of Asan needs, so yeah. I'm glad that uh, you have a website available for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can that's, find- that's what my first feature porn film was called, Asan Needs. <laughs> it was like a series where like every every new series had like a theme. So it'd be like, it'd be, it was like a series of videos with like all like, <laughs> man, let me just say my thing like a bunch and of, then we'll end the episode. So it'd be like, it, so there was like three videos in that series would be Asan, they're all blondes, it'd be Asan needs blondes. Okay. And okay. then there's like another one where all the, the female performers were over 30. So it's like Asan needs moms. Okay. So you can find me online <laughs> at B-Shop, B-Shop, You can find B-Shop. those clips at AsanNeeds.com. <laughs> You should buy that domain. You have to now, legally. Um, Bisha, 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 uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh You can find... um, I have a website. Actually, I'm not even going to tell you about it because I need to redo it. It's embarrassing looking. It's got stuff on it, but it's embarrassing. It's at (laughs) brandonneeds.com. You can find us at Weekly Regular. um, On Instagram. On Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, uh, and at weeklyregular.com. Yeah. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. Do it, and we'll read it live on the air. Not yeah, we, we will. Not live, but we'll record it and play it later. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. See you next week.